talking today about the challenges of teens. Hello! It's a beautiful day in Algonquin Park. Welcome back to the Camp Arrow One podcast. For those of you just joining us for the very first time, each week we're bringing you a new story about Camp Arrow One to help us feel connected, inspired, and supported by our wilderness home. We'll feature past campers and staff, explore the mysteries of Algonquin Park, and remind ourselves of the culture of caring, learning, and respect that makes Planet Arrowon the best place on Earth. This week, we're talking about the baby cell, the adult cell, and our teenage kids' need for approval and direction from the herd. Our camp director, Joanne Cates, will once again share her extensive knowledge of guiding kids and young adults through challenging circumstances. Most importantly, she'll teach us why it's important to take a Q-tip when we find ourselves, as parents, in conflict with our teens. Thanks for tuning in. Ask an 11-year-old girl what she wants on her pizza, and she'll say, mushrooms, pepperoni, pineapple, extra cheese, and no green peppers. No, no, no. Take that same 11-year-old girl, fast forward a year, she's now 12. Ask that girl what she wants on her pizza. What does she do? She looks to side to side to the other girls because she wants to know what are we having on our pizza. Because once that girl turns 12, it's 100% about the herd. This is what life is for adolescents. Everything is about the herd. Everything is about fitting in with the herd. They have to dress the same, walk the same, eat the same, wear the same Uggs, even the Uggs still. Or the herd kicks them out. That's what life is for an adolescent girl. What's life about for an adolescent boy? Well, for an adolescent boy, there's really only one imperative, which is proving that he's man enough. And who does he have to prove that to? Again, the herd. So what happens to adolescents in a time like now when they cannot access their herd in person? Despite what we know about how important the life online is to adolescents, it is insufficient for them emotionally. Without face-to-face -face time with their herd, they're starting to decompensate a little. That's, you know, psychological talk for they're unraveling. Our teens are starting to unravel because they so desperately need their herd, their social contact, and they cannot have it in a genuine sense. So what happens? We see a whole bunch more of what I call baby self, which I learned from a wonderful book by Dr. Anthony DeWolf. So every teenager, every teenager everywhere has two selves, the baby self and the adult self. The baby self is self-indulgent, whiny, not resourceful, not responsible, doesn't like to do chores, you all know the baby self. The adult self is calm, rational, helpful, responsible. Which one do we see when? Easy. All teens oscillate between the baby self and the adult self in a fairly predictable manner. At home, where they feel safe, they unload, we get the baby self. Outside the home, where they know they have to perform and look good, 
the folks tend to get the adult self. So the classic is the teenage girl who comes into the house, gets home, throws her coat on the floor, forgets to set the table or do her chores, and snaps at parents when they ask her to do stuff. And then you get a phone call, well we used to before COVID, from her friend's mom or dad saying, oh, she was such a joy to have for dinner. She set the table, I didn't even ask her. Oh yeah, who did you have for dinner? The answer is they had the adult self for dinner and then she came home and <sighs> took a deep breath and became baby self. Now I said that these are generally predictable oscillations, but what happens when there is no outside of home? When our teenager can't go out to her friend's house, cannot access places and situations to be the adult self, then we get a much more unpredictable oscillation between baby self and adult self. The only thing we know for sure about the oscillation in a situation where there's no outside the house is when we say no or set a limit to a teenager, it is pretty much money back guaranteed that the baby self will rear its not so pretty head. So, you know, you say to a kid, you got to do your e-learning or you got to do your house chores or no, you can't stay up all night. That's limit setting and that's what brings out the baby self. Now, the problem for us as parents is that when the baby self comes out, oh man, does that ever push our buttons? Because let's say we set a limit for our teen and say you have to do an hour of e-learning or you have to do your house chores, whatever it is. And they, what baby self does when it gets provoked is push, push, push back. But it doesn't just push back once. One of the features of baby self is it can't let go. It's a champion litigator. You've all met them if you have a teen. So you set the limit and the baby self says, no, I don't want to, or no, I won't, or here's why you shouldn't make me. And you explain politely why in fact your limit is required and rational. Baby self repeats itself. No, I don't want it. You can't make me. Here's why you shouldn't make me. You again politely explain the rationale behind what you are requiring. Third time, baby self is on replay, does the same pushbacky thing again. Now you're starting to get mad because they're non-compliant. You've explained yourself politely and respectfully and baby self is still pushing back. So. There's only really one thing we do at that moment. Believe me, I've done it myself. I think, in fact, I did it with my grown son on the weekend. Is we get angry and we sound angry and we give them grief. At that point, whoa, baby, baby self's happy. Your kid's not happy, but the baby self within them is because now they provoked you, they pushed your buttons, you're excited, you're gonna say things you regret. We're having a power struggle. No one can win this, please do not have it. It is unwinnable because baby self never stops, doesn't let go. Doors will be slammed, voices will be raised. Please don't go there, it's of no use to anybody. You're both gonna feel bad after. And they won't learn anything from it because baby self isn't a big learner. Instead, when you set a limit or make a requirement of your teenager and out comes baby self, please say to yourself, take a deep breath. Deep breaths are really good, especially these days. And say to yourself, oh, baby self is in the room. I'm not gonna get anywhere good right now. Explain kindly, respectfully, and rationally 
why you set the limit or made the requirement. Baby self comes out again and does their pushback thing. You can go around that circle one more time, but I guarantee you if you go around it more than that, that would be two times, you are gonna have a fight and it won't get anybody anywhere. You'll just feel bad and so will they. So this is a preventable fight and here's what you need to do. After you've set the limit the second time and after you've explained it rationally and respectfully twice and baby self pushes back again, here's what you do. You say, I'm done talking about this. Say it in a kind, respectful voice and leave the room. This is really hard because we want to have the fight and win it because we think we can win, but we can't. What you're going to say to yourself is, I'm getting a Q-tip. Q-tip. Quit taking it personally. You got to get a Q-tip in those moments. You have to say, I'm done here and leave the room and say to yourself while you're walking away, I'm getting a Q-tip. Uh, quit taking it personally. Say to yourself, I know this is not about me. I am not a bad parent. Baby self isn't really mad at me. Baby self just needs to push back. And by leaving the room, I'm efficiently committing to my Q-tip because I know it's not about me and I know I don't want to have this fight with my beloved child. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode. We'll be back next week with another all-new edition of the Camp Erewhon podcast. In the meantime, if you've got a question about any of our episodes, or like to get in touch with us for any other reason, send us an email at info at For more information about Camp Erewhon, check us out online at camperowan.com or at at camp.erewhon on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok where we regularly post new videos, photos, activity ideas, and community events to keep you up to date on all things Aeroline. Until next week, stay safe, stay healthy, until we meet again where the loons call and the moose march.